The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio switches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> to Strike Point once again we're live I think it's like maybe in a row and uh, I just turned off my monitor here so it sounds a little better and I'm trying to log into the chat room at the same time I'm a little late uh, but we're live and that's great and with me today I have my good co-host David Naylor are you with me? Oh certainly certainly I'm just fi- I'm just finishing off firing emails left right and centre I'm like oh no don't start yet <laughs> it's like, but I'm okay my fingers are all chilled out, and I'm ready for another show. So what do you want to talk about, mate? Well, you know, I didn't actually have so much time to prepare this one. Uh, when I woke up this morning, I, w- I was going to a workshop with a client. It's been been, been planned for, for months, you know, and it's one of those things that's just difficult to get everybody in, in, in the right place and stuff. And I woke up with this headache and a, a bad throat and... I was sounding more like this when I woke up in the morning, like those guys with a vibrator on their throat. And 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 I was going to speak at that that workshop for like seven hours today. Um, but then you know after a couple of of of, of uh, tea and some honey and stuff, you know, I kind of got my voice working again. So I'm not uh, at my very top today, but um, I think I will get through the thirty minutes show. So um, yeah, we do have a few things on the agenda actually. Um, Dave, you made a post um, in your blog. Was it today or was it yesterday? I think it was today. Um, yep. About a season disease letter you got, and maybe you want to talk about that. Yeah, I, I I still don't know. Yeah, if it's real or not. Yeah, um, and the thing about it is, is that I've had someone email me saying that they know the guys. Do I want to chat to the insurance? Doc- it's all about insurance. Dot com. Um, don't want to chat with the insurance.com guys. And I'm like, well, is it a real C&D? I don't know. Um, but exactly what I posted in there, the DSM, madam, I'm contacting you on behalf of insurance.com. The only thing that I removed was the website URL. Um, but there was no name. You know what I mean? The, the email address, the return email address was, was a bounce email address. Um, but it might be a real one. I don't know. Um, but the, it just opened up this whole thing that, well, what a great way of actually getting links removed. You know what I mean? It's like, even if it's, it is a real C&D, which I, at this moment I don't know, and if it is, I'll obviously tell you. But if it's not, it's ingenious. I most probably took out, I don't know, local listings last year, maybe 10 you know, people just, i got things like that. Um, you know I mean, we are closing down the business in the next two months. Um, could you kind of remove your, our website from your local listings, um, blah, blah, blah. And I just did it. I didn't even think about checking to see if that website was legit or anything. Um, but I've just done it. And it was only because I was doing the whole 
um, hackers and spammers when two worlds collide kind of thing this week, that it's like, well, that would be a, a perfect one to fit into the hackers and spammers thing. You know what I mean? Just set up a domain name that, like you say, you, you type in the dub 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 and it doesn't resolve. It's just a, a mail forwarder. It's like, come on, guys. It's like, if it is a real cease and desist, then give me someone I can speak to. Give me a point of reference. Don't give me a website that doesn't resolve and an email address that is like client, um, like email ID 743621 at com. I'm not going to reply to that. You filled in a form on a website. It's come to my mailbox. I'm not going to give you my real email address. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So it looks like an email scam to me. I don't like I say. Um, I've given the the guys at insurance.com um, who I am, the website I that I run. Uh, if they want it removed, then that's by all means, I will do that. Um, I would like to get some comment from those guys to find out if it really is them or if it's someone that's going after them. I know that the insurance game at the moment is starting to heat up a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of uh, dirty tricks going on there at the moment. So it's it's all good fun. What do you think of real? And I mean, even if it turns out that this is in fact real, which I agree with you, it, it does... It sounds smelly, you know. It it, it doesn't sound right. Um, like who, who was it in your in your blog that commented? And, you know, uh, why would a lawyer not put his phone number on? You know, every single lawyer wants those billable hours. You know, yes. so so I mean, there's a whole lot of uh, pointers to the fact that it, it, this is not real. But even if it is real, let's say it's just a jerky lawyer that don't know how to to communicate. Even if it is real, the idea of doing it is still great because. The fact is that, that it, it, if you can remove things from to your competitors, it's almost as good, not quite as good, but almost as good as gaining links yourself. And I am yeah. absolutely sure that if you send emails out requesting, email, uh, requesting links and you send emails out uh, with fake CNDs, I'm pretty sure that you're going to have a success rate much more higher in getting links removed than getting links added. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the, the, the point of it is that it is, I've got to say this, children, it is illegal to do that. Um, so I'm just going to put my spin on it and say that it, <coughs> this is, we're not advising you to go out and do this. <laughs> Mikkel might be, I'm not. <laughs> um, I think that if it's well-worded, um, I think you might be able to get away with it. Like the um, Yahoo, do you remember the inclusion things for Yahoo that they were doing? Um, basically, you'd get an email saying, your annual uh, re-inclusion request is coming up for Yahoo directory. We'll make sure that it's all okay. And it looked like it was from Yahoo. But if you read the fine print, it was nothing. It was just someone that was going to basically look at your website and say, yeah, you'd be fine to um, resubmit that back to Yahoo again. Um, and it was nothing to do with Yahoo. And you had to yeah. read quite deep into realize it was just someone with a PayPal account um, actually, no, it was a Yahoo shopping site, e-commerce website, um, to keep it on the Yahoo theme. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean you're, you're, you're probably right that, that in most jurisdictions, uh, this would probably be illegal, especially if you if you lie about being a lawyer and, and, and write a, a false name and a false uh, legal company. You know, that, that could probably be, be, be illegal in, in, in most civilized <laughs> countries, I guess. I'm not a lawyer. So, so, but, but, but in any case, with, with, with things like this, once it's out there, and I mean it's out there, some people yeah. are going to do it. 
And and so the next question is whether or not you're going to use it. You know, that's up to you um, and your lawyer and, and your legal system. But uh, what if other people do that to you? I mean, what if what if if you start seeing competitors uh, emailing around, uh, removing your links? Maybe you find out one day because a webmaster does like Dave did and, and actually call you and say, is this true? You know, do you really want this link removed? And then you say, no, fucking way. <laughs> and then you find out that this is going on uh, as an attack on you. What are you going to do to protect you against this? Well, I mean, <laughs> the site that this was, I don't want to name what the site that it was on because it's unfair to the new owners, but it it, it would be similar to like the UK Wiz style search engine. Yeah, it's it, you know what I mean it's being crawled, it's being spidered, and it's being cached. Yeah, and it's on a, a page, and it's using um, web capturing software to take an image of the website as it as the data it was spidered. So, if people out there know what sites I've built, you must probably know which one I'm talking about. But it's the, the problem is for me, it's not as if I'm trying to attract traffic for. Um, insurance.com uh, you know what I mean it's I'm, I'm certainly not trying yeah. to gain from um, their website and the way that it reads is the owner of insurance.com and or its subsidiaries owns exclusive rights to reproduce and use its trademarks and authorize any reproduction of the insurance of, or, and use insurance insurance.com does not recognize the use of its name now the, the reason why I've Used, I've, I've kept on using insurance.com. I've put it in my title of my um, post because this post is more um, trademark violation than the directory listing that it was in previously, which I have to say that someone did pay $49 to put that in there, uh, which is kind of a little bit weird as well. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, you know what I mean? But what, from what I'm reading this is that they're after me to remove the links and remove all reference to insurance.com. Now, from my point of view, that's just linking to the to the internet in the internet. You know what I mean? If I, I wasn't saying anything other than what they were, um, I wasn't being derogatory. I wasn't, you know what I mean? I wasn't being naughty or nasty or anything. It was a, a, a user submitted directory listing, which is like. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know uh, um, uh, to that extent and detail uh, the, the legal system in the U.S. and U.K., but I'm 100% sure that if, if you were operating a directory like that in Denmark and, and, and you got this letter, you would not have to, by law, remove that link to someone else's website if it is a, a, a legitimate uh, use of it. I mean, and it is a loyal use if you reference a name and link to the website. It was. It would be a different thing if you were just creating a website and using their content and not linking back to them or whatever. You know, there could be a lot of things that would be illegal. But but building a directory, taking in submissions and and adding those submissions and linking to websites using their brand name as a description of what you link to, is not illegal in, in Denmark. And I really doubt that it is illegal in the US or UK. But but again, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't mind poking into this, <laughs> as you can well understand, <laughs> you know, what I, mean? yep. I have no issues at all uh, going through all of their backlinks for them and helping them out, you know what I mean? Um, and I can do it privately or I can do it publicly, I don't mind. Um, and it, it is, you look at it and you think, well, it is kind of a little bit weird, you know what I mean? The fact is that they do have a lot of EDU links, and I don't know if these EDU links have been 
done against their will. Um, I they I would have linked to the needy you links, but I don't want to. As I, said, I don't really want to upset the person whose website we built for them. Maybe I've said too much on the EDU side already. Mm, damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I think um, we may um, need to take a short break uh, for the sponsors to um, get a word. So um, if you stay with us for a few minutes, uh, we're going to run some commercials and we'll be back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call and sales with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Visit EngineReady.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call and tracking can be. EngineReady.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. Had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Uh, hello. Uh, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers, welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to give you the market edge. Join host Larry Weber as he speaks to the innovators and trendsetters who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Find the WebmasterRadio.fm Web 2.0 watering hole. And have a drink on us. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Find us now on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Part 2 Strike Point. I'm David Naylor, and here's Mickle Dineb. Um, Mickle, so what do you want to talk about now before I get myself into too much trouble? <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about this interesting case of uh, cease and desist letter that uh, Dave just got. 
and whether or not it was really a de-linking or anti-linking strategy from a competitor. It could be, and even if it isn't, I'm pretty sure that some uh, scrupulous uh, people on the web is going to take uh, advantage of this and, and do it. So the best advice right now is to watch out for this kind of thing happening to you. Um, yeah. There's actually some... some, some uh, no, first, I want to say something, because I just got some stats from, uh, from our head office in, in Miami. We finally got some stats on uh, the Strike Point show, and I was stunned when I heard it. We have done... And this is a low count uh, because we know that the system that they're using now for counting does not count all the, the, the podcast downloads. But the podcast download that we've done so far that they've been able to track has just exceeded one million. So we've done more than one million downloads of StrikePoint. I think that's bloody amazing. <laughs> and I, I always thought it was just you know a few geeks that listened into the show and um, unless those few geeks downloaded a whole hell of a lot of times. Um, we actually do have a lot of listeners, which is interesting. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I, I kind of feel really happy about my uh, new download program that I've had running for the last month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's you a have, have a, a good rate on, on bandwidth there. Yeah. Is that the same one? Awesome. Um, is that the same one pushing up your YouTube videos? <laughs> Did you see that? What was it, 900, 999 million or something for that band? Yeah, that was <laughs> one. Uh, one uh, I, don't, I forgot the number, but the number was outrageous, and, and the video wasn't even <laughs> good. So, uh, and it didn't have any comments, and didn't have any, you know, it was like, what the fuck is going on here? But they, I, they, they stroke it from the all-time great uh, list. So, so yeah. now we're back with, with the stupid ones that we always have there. Yeah. No, that was, to me, when I, I read, I can't remember where I read it, it was just, it was just so, so for, I must admit, I it was one of those ones where you laugh so hard you almost wee a little bit, and I know that in five years' time that I'll actually be weeing because I'll be too old. Um, but but, but no, you know what? The funny, the, the, the funny, the funny thing about uh, things like this is that why do I mean? There's there's a creative guy who, who who found a way to boost this, and and so why do he overdo it so much that he just kills the whole value of it? I mean, instead of getting what was it, 900 million views or something, why not just get a million, you know, or 900,000 views, you know, or something that's good enough to to profit for if you build it the right way. Why why blow it like that? Like the guy, remember, you know, a couple of years ago that got the 5 billion pages indexed in Google. I mean, you know, why do that? You know, why not just settle for 10 million, you know, and benefit from that and, and stay on the radar? Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just because those guys are not really interested in the business. They're just, you know, geeks doing it for, 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 for the for the uh, bragging rights or, or, or whatever it is. Um, well, but it, it I, tell you, I tell you what, Michael, that leads us on to something that is really, really close to me at the moment is the fact that um, people are well aware that I was kind of very active in the black hat industry uh, many years ago. And I've still got a lot of friends that are. And, and I also had a lot of friends, because I was an ISP, I had a lot of friends that were into security, yeah? And they used to test loads of things. Um, and I've noticed that more of my friends have crossed over. They know each other now. You know what I mean? My black hat spamming buddies know my security hacking type buddies. And I'm like, I keep... They, they keep hitting me with these crazy ideas, and I'm like, dude, seriously, it's like, either a lot of people are going to go to prison, yeah, or you're all going to buy a big island somewhere and live very happily ever. 
uh, happily ever after. And it is, it's, it scares the willies out of me. It's so, so, oh, yeah. so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really, uh, I, I have no problem admitting that I'm a chicken when it comes to that. You know, I'm, I, you know, that, 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 you know, sometimes in weak moments in my life, I probably, you know, would have been able to do something illegal. But, you know, I'm just so much a chicken and so afraid of going to prison that I, I would just never, you know, cross that line and do something that was really, really uh, illegal. Yeah, I may, you know, drive a little too fast in my car or do a, do an illegal parking or something. But, but you know, nothing nothing really serious. I'm, I'm too much of a chicken for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like, one of my friends said, if I'm going to break the law, it's going to be for no monetary value whatsoever. And I'm like, and to me, I think that's perfect. The same as you. I might drive too fast and I might get uh, pulled up for that, yeah? I might get so drunk that I'm sick in the street and get arrested for that. It's not for monetary, <laughs> anything to do with monetary. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go into a drugstore and say, give me money or I'm going to be nasty. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. And I think that that's where the hacking and the black hat side of it, to me, it was like the black hat side of it was like, I'm, I make sure that I'm within inside the, the law at all times. Um, and when I got close to it and law started to look changing, I moved away from it. Um, you know what I mean? And I played in the Wild Wild West. But some of the stuff that these guys are, are, are thinking, and some of the, the results that they've got as well, are absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like database stuff uh, that they, they've extracted and usernames and passwords. Um, th- th- this is like a totally different world all of a sudden. It, it comes into the situation where it's like, you want a link off the BBC? No problem. What do you mean, no problem? No problem. We'll just go into one of their caching servers and add one for you. No, no, no that's not quite what I meant. And uh, it's <laughs> that, you know what I mean? They, they have no, uh, you, you know, it's, they have no value of that they won't get caught for this. And they won't. You know what I mean? It's, it's, the hackers won't get caught. It's the black hats that will. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like the money trail has to go somewhere. The hackers, like you said, are doing it for like the two that was me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, when I did the Black Hat and Hackers post today, within 10 minutes my web server had been hacked. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was, yeah. I, I mean, the guy pinged me straight away. He goes, if you want permissions to get back on your web server, just ping me. And I'm like, dude, just, you know, thank you for leaving me SSH. You know what I mean? And it was. So I, I go back, you know what I mean, get one of my guys to go back in, um, lock, I mean, even t- the, told me where the hole was. You know what I mean? And that's how dangerous it is. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you you blog something and immediately you've hit that button. You know what I mean? The ramifications are out there. Um, and it's like they just think it's clever. You know what I mean? They think it's really, really clever. <laughs> it, it is. It is scary. <laughs> yeah, but, but I um, think that's going to be the... Um, I think we need to take a quick break. Uh, I need to run down and pee, and um, we have some commercials uh, getting ready, and then we're going to do the last five or ten minutes of the show. So um, if you bear with us and uh, stay with us for a few minutes, we'll be back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Ha, <laughs> 
How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my. He crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's SureHits. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, Here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Domain Masters. Gal Lickman, the founder and chairman and CEO of Magic Solutions International. A good keyword that people are searching on the internet and with the time more and more keywords are appearing on the internet and drive traffic to your existing website. So as an example, if you're going to be a real estate agent uh, sitting in Los Angeles, by buying keywords that people use in Los Angeles and creating a domain and pointing them to your existing website, I guess one lead from all those domains will cover all your expenses. Domain Masters. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Get out your spray paint and put your graffiti on our wall. Get all the details on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Strike Point. Um, this is the last couple of minutes of the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed it once again. It was live, and I expect that we're going to be live next week, too. Um, I want to mention a, a, a kind of a follow-up on, on the legal issues we started talking about with the NCLI linking uh, strategy, <laughs> uh, the cease and desist letter uh, that they've got. Um, there's been a couple of really big cases um, going on, actually in the UK, but based on Danish companies which is kind of interesting, and it's interesting especially for you uh, European guys out there, because uh, to make it uh, very short, one of the cases was uh, on one of the tabloids of Denmark. They, they, they did a very aggressive piece on, um, on, uh, on uh, uh, a 
a, a bank on the on the Iceland, and um, they got uh, a case against them in UK because they translated some of these articles on their website to English, and suddenly this Danish newspaper is due to uh, law in, in the UK or the US or wherever you want to do it because it's accessible to everybody in English. Um, so in this case, um, and, and another case that was uh, recently uh, against another newspaper, uh, they did not only put up the case against uh, the, the paper, but against uh, all the employees as well. So um, if they, uh, in, in the first case, if they were going to lose this case, they would it would cost them more money than the, the newspaper had. So they would go bankrupt and close the newspaper. So they had to make a, a out-of-course settlement which cost them like a whole shit, uh, load of money, but enough for them to survive. <laughs> um, the other case was in the U.S. against that other newspaper, and, and they also filed against not the, just the newspaper, but also all the employees, which, you know, if you lose that case in the U.S., like like Casar uh, 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 lost that case uh, against, uh, or we had that case against Casar uh, that, that they lost, the Casar's guys didn't have the 100 million or 150 million or whatever it took, and to pay, so they just never travel into the U.S. and 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 so it's really difficult for 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 U.S. company to actually collect those money if you're living in Denmark or the U.K. But the second you put your foot on U.S. ground, you know they're gonna arrest you. <laughs> they're gonna keep you there until you pay uh, your fines. Um, so finally, of course, the guys that that used to run Casar, they 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 did Skype and sold that and made a lot of money. So I think they actually paid those fines so they can now enter the U.S. Um, but in this case. The risk here for this newspaper was that they would not even be able to, to send journalists to the U.S. anymore if they lost this case. So again, they had to settle out of course. And it's just interesting because sometimes, as, as a publisher, I mean, I know the liability laws, you know, kind of okay in Denmark. But I don't know the liability laws in, in, in the U.K. or in Germany and the U.S. and in Africa and in France and in Spain and everywhere else. But if you put things on the web that, that people can read in these countries, you may be uh, uh, under that jurisdiction. And, and you may not yeah. be aware that that difference in, in how they, they, they interpret different liability issues uh, or copyright issues or whatever it is in those countries, and you may suddenly find yourself liable uh, to a crazy uh, court case. I mean, that's it, isn't it? I mean, you, you always run the risk of whatever, every time you do anything on the web... Yeah. Uh, well, well, not not really, because if this newspaper, and that's the real difference, if this newspaper that, of course, is normally publishing in Danish, because it's a Danish newspaper for Danish readers, um, but in this case, they also translated their articles, which they usually never do. They only translated these articles into English. If they had not done that, then there could not have been a case against them in the UK, but maybe a case against them in Denmark. But then the Danish system is not as, as tough on liabilities, and, and they would have had much better chance of finding it within the Danish legal system. And also the, the, the publisher knows what they can actually get away with on the, on the Danish laws. But the problem is they didn't realize that by translating it, they were uh, suddenly... Um, uh, uh, they were suddenly under UK law, or in other case under US law. That's what they didn't realize. And and to all you European bloggers out there, you know all the the, the ones that listen to this show and all other European. If you run a blog, and and you run it, let's say you have a, uh, you're living in France and you and you run your blog in, in French, that's fine. Then you're probably not going to be liable for what you write anywhere else than in France. But if you start blogging in English and start translating some of your your, your more crazy posts into English, then you could potentially find yourself liable uh, under a lot of other jurisdictions. 
I think that's important to to remember being being a European. <laughs> yeah, I think I should learn a second language, like Geordie or something like that. Yeah, I mean, because you have the problem being a, 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 an English person, because you you already write in English, so you know you could you could probably be liable both Australia and the US for what you put on your blog. <laughs> Pretty much anywhere. Yeah, maybe not in Denmark because we would say, well, it's not intended for Danish readers if it's in English. So, so you could probably get away with stuff over here. But then again, we have weaker liability laws than you have in the UK, so it doesn't really benefit you that way. It would benefit you the other way. <laughs> yeah. And and, no, and you know, it's, it, it, I mean, it's impossible to. I mean, do any of you guys out there that block in, let's say, Dutch or, or, or French or, or German, uh, do you know uh, the liability laws uh, of the US or the UK or other countries? I don't, you know, and how, how on earth should I, you know, keep track of that? You know, I mean, it's difficult enough just keeping track on, on, on your own local laws. <laughs> keeping track of the entire world is just impossible. I don't know exactly what that's gonna, how that's going to go in, in, in the long run, because obviously uh, neither newspapers, professional editors and professional uh, publications or private bloggers uh, around the world can, can realistically manage to be li uh, liable for all the laws of the world. I mean, it, it's it's just not you know practical. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's a weird one, um, and it's one of those ones where it's if you're never going to visit that country, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, but it's like you say, if if you are going to visit that com country, then you really, 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 really have to make sure that the things that you do uh, that will never. Yeah, to that. me, I mean, to me, I would hate if I couldn't go to the US. I have a lot of good friends there, and I go to conferences, and you know, there's a lot of good reason for me to go to the US and like that country. I would hate, hate not to be able to travel into the US, just as well as I would hate to not be able to travel to the UK or France or, or Spain or any other country I like to go to. Uh, yeah. I don't think like being limited that way. <laughs> no, it's so, anyway, be, uh, I think uh, we kind of used our time for this week, and I got my rent, so everything is good. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're going to be like next week, next too. Because we're both going to be in New York, aren't we? No, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it to New York. It's such a drag. I, I, I was going to go, and then... Uh, Oh, it's a long story. Maybe you get it next week, but um, I just couldn't go. Um, well, I, well, I am in New York, so uh, we either need to find someone else to do um, my stint. We work it out um, between now and next Monday, and uh, we're going to we let you know. So, um, <laughs> so let's see you all next week. Okay, matey. Speak to you later.